fall in love. The prince just kissed the sleeping princess and poof, he's in love. Well, if that's all it takes to fall in love, look out, Darian, my lips and I are coming after you. Moon Podcast Escalation! My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and talk about just why it is that we love it so much. And we are, we are over the the horizon of the Doom Tree saga. The worst of it is behind us. Yeah, how many do we have left? Like like four or something like that. Not many. I think but we yes. said sixty was the first Rini, so we're on fifty five. This is 56. 56. Uh, if oh, you're sorry. watching along, it is Sailor Moon R, episode 56. Steal a kiss from Mamoru. Again, no thank you. Uh, <laughs> and Project Snow White. <sighs> Terrible. Anyway. If only it was steal a kiss from, from Motoki. Steal also, a kiss from Andrew. No. Also known as Mirror Mirror on the Wall. And uh, to help us talk about that, we are welcoming back to the show for her fourth episode donna dickens welcome back hey guys thank you for having me back after last week <laughs> we did have to have a a talk we had to have a, we had to have a staff meeting <laughs> uh, i didn't want to call anyone specifically out so it was it was all staff it was me jordan and you <laughs> someone keeps talking about dragon dicks <laughs> Jordan! What? Oh, sorry. We are, we are like four minutes into the episode. We're like two minutes into the episode. It just drops it out on people. Jordan, there are kids who listen to this. First of all, that's true. There are kids who listen to this, but they already heard last episode. And second of all, it's not like once you get five minutes. What, what? The safe harbor zone is like after the first five minutes of the podcast starts? Like, what's the difference if you get filthy at the beginning or the end? I just like, look. Look, you're acting like we've been sitting here for two hours already when everyone knows we just sat down in the studio. With sure, Donna. right. Yeah, exactly. It's not how people want to... Like, you gotta, you got to ease them into the podcast. Right, before. exactly. You're right. I'm sorry. Get the lube out first if you're going to talk about <laughs> All right, look. You know, you know what would ease everyone you, into you this guys... situation? Would be some questions from Twitter. Okay. You guys have your filth show. <laughs> Um, as you as you may or may not know, we have a Twitter, and it's at Sailor Business. And if you tweet at us, at Sailor Business, with questions, even questions about crossovers, <laughs> we will answer no. them. I put a ban on it. I put a ban on crossover <laughs> But questions. since you put a ban on it, we haven't gotten as many questions, so I'm removing the ban. <laughs> no, no removal of the ban. Just better questions, everybody. All right, well, we have a few questions, which I think we can all chew over for a little while. Marielle Gage asks us, why do you think Sailor Jupiter is included with the inner senshi? Jupiter is outside the asteroid belt, after all. Well, <laughs> I think if you are expecting to learn anything about astronomy from Sailor Moon, <laughs> that is not going to happen. Yeah. And I think it is probably because five is the traditional number of a sentai. So why not Sailor Earth? Or Sailor Sun. Yeah. Or Sailor Sun. Absolutely. You can't see it, but I am scowling at both of you right now. <laughs> 
Sailor Sun would be interesting because she would be the arch nemesis of Sailor Moon, but they would be in the same group. So it'd be like Ray and another girl to fight with Serena. Oh, never mind. So you, I'm out. So you want, as we have said, Donna was our first uh, Usagi hater on the show. And now now you're you're not only hating Usagi, you want two Rays. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It, I mean, again, like, realistically, the real question is, I mean, there's none of it makes that much sense. Why is there a Sailor Moon instead of a Sailor Earth? Why, why, why is the moon the most important place in the solar system? And why don't any of the other planets' moons get sailors? <laughs> there's lots of moons. Yeah, but, sa- but Sailor, like, Tuxedo Mask is Sailor Earth. <laughs> he, is, he is like unto Sailor Earth, but he is not actually Sailor Earth. It's just that mm. Earthians are hot garbage. Like, he is, he represents us very well. No. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we don't have a good answer for you other than <laughs> this is not a science show. <laughs> it is a, and I don't mean Sailor Business, I mean Sailor Moon is not a science show. Uh, it doesn't. If there is one thing that we have learned over 56 episodes of doing uh, Sailor Moon says at the end, it is that you can learn nothing from this show. <laughs> is that why Jupiter is so much taller than the other girls, though? Is because Jupiter is the biggest planet in the solar system? I would guess yes, although, like, it's weird because they're only, they only do those things in very, like, small ways. It's like, oh, Jupiter's the biggest, so, so she's the biggest. And then Mars is like, well, she's red, so she's angry. Yeah, and, and <laughs> Venus is about the same size as Earth, so they look exactly alike. <laughs> That's weird. And Mercury is smart <laughs> mercury's the smartest planet really into math lots of math <laughs> it's an entirely math-based planet <laughs> <laughs> and the moon is gray and devoid of life and no i mean again it doesn't it doesn't really follow anything oh you should have just committed to that joke <laughs> <laughs> but i'd like her too much for that the moon is lazy and <laughs> the moon is lazy and eats a lot of snacks yeah it's made as of we cheese. all know sure i mean is wait is pluto the smallest uh, I mean, it's the smallest planet. It's not a planet, but you know what I mean. Is she the smallest scout? No, no. Saturn is. Saturn is smaller. This yes, Saturn's the small yeah. one, right? But that's because she's been re- it's weird. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, and really, the sailor's small moon is the smallest. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, hopefully that answered your question to some extent, even though it didn't really. No, it didn't. It did not at all. There because no reasons. satisfactory answer. This is because- a. This is a crossover one, but it's not a question, which is Sailor Business has me convinced that the best TV crossover would be Jedi era Sailor Moon and Portlandia. That's fair. That's, that's okay. Fine. That is not a question. So I do not feel compelled to hand down a lifetime ban. Danielle wants to know, if the scouts had to remove their outfits without reverting to civilian clothes, would that be possible without cutting? I don't what? think so. <laughs> so she's saying if they wanted to take off their sailor uniforms, is it possible? Or would they have to tear them off? Yeah, well, like we don't see any zippers or fastenings. They seem like, to be. What if you have to pee? <laughs> they transform back. They don't. <laughs> they don't pee in Sailor Senshi form. Yeah, like we've had a lot of questions about this because we've seen episodes where, like, horrible future. Yes. Where where Greg has his pervy vision of Sailor Mercury getting her clothes uh, torn off. Yes. Getting her clothes torn off and and, and horrible future. And we've also seen episodes where uh, the scouts have been like uh, there was one not too long ago where Usagi gets hit so hard she turns back into Usagi and just is wearing her normal clothes like with a jacket and a long skirt uh, after she untransforms. So I I think no, I don't because those clothes 
they do not put on those clothes. Like, those clothes appear via magic made out of ribbons and feathers. But you know what? I mean, they are, I, they do definitely appear to be a one-piece outfit. So I don't, I don't think that they, like, can unzip them or anything like that. But at the same time, I mean, like, you know, you can take off or put on a one-piece bathing suit. Like, they, they could, it's possible they stretch enough that they could get it out of them if they wanted to. I don't know. It seems like there's some sort of magic torture Spanx. <laughs> Okay. Like you could technically get out of Spanx, but is it worth it? Like, <laughs> if I am wearing Spanx, I have committed to not using the bathroom today. Like, that is, I will not be drinking water. Like, that is, <laughs> oh, it is just too much effort. Like, this is just not happening. So maybe it's that kind of scenario where if they were desperate to change, they could, but there's never going to come a scenario where that is, like, they'll just transform back, I think. Okay, so so we so the the verdict is unanimous. They cannot take off their sailor outfits without tearing them open. No. Okay. So now you know. <laughs> they are they they are much like Green Lantern's uniform. They are magical constructs. They are not clothes. Right. Right. Um, oh, uh, Chris, we were sent. I'm not sure if you saw this. We were sent a picture of Clara Bow. Do you know Clara Bow? Yes. Uh, we were sent a picture of her with someone holding a hamburger out and her eating a hamburger, uh, I think, intended for you. That is that is such a, uh, a cute picture of her. <laughs> it's pretty adorable. <laughs> that is actually really adorable. <laughs> Let's see. What else we got? I did. I do like that. We also got we got a couple of really great pictures. We, we got did. one of uh, the true OTP of the show, which is uh, Amy and her math book. Yes, it's pretty, <laughs> uh, pretty uh, which was called Mathematics for Medical Students which I thought was great. Uh, and we got someone doing a, a Flash of Two Worlds style picture, uh, but with uh, Usagi and uh, Cardcaptor Sakura as the magical girls of two worlds, which I thought was also really, really fun. Yep, that was really neat. Here is a question. Serena, uh, Phil asks, Serena and Luna aren't quiet. What does the Tsukino family think is happening when Serena and Luna are talking in her bedroom? I think they think their daughter has a lot of problems. You think and sometimes they... argues with herself as a British, an older British woman. You really think that's what they think? I mean, it, it makes yes. sense. Yeah. They just I mean, quietly think their daughter is mad. If it was modern times, I would say they just assumed she was on the computer talking to someone, but that doesn't apply in 1992. So does Luna sound like a person to non sailor scouts or yes. does she, just, okay. I was gonna say, if she just sounds like a cat that it just sounds like Serena's turning into a crazy cat lady, but <laughs> no, no, they would hear, they would hear her voice. And again, to, to us, we think of her as a British voice, but I mean, other versions of it aren't, aren't that different. So she could just be another girl voice, but it I still also would be feel weird. Like Usagi is so loud. Yes. And seems like the kind of person who talks to herself a lot, like, yeah. you know, like makes up little songs while she's doing things. And, you know, oh, this homework's so hard, like even when she's alone in her room. I think it is very possible that A, the uh, Sakino family has soundproofed her room and or B, they've just tuned her out. Like it has been 14 years of this. They just quietly tune her out. That's fair. I would actually totally believe that. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? The next question is actually super related to the one we already talked about, and we've almost already addressed it. Luke asked, what would the show be like if the scouts were proportional in size to their planets? <laughs> so if, <laughs> With a if tiny little Sailor Lakota. Jupiter was 30 times larger, not, no, if Sailor Jupiter was like, like, what's, like 180 times larger than Sailor Moon? Well, no, Sailor Moon would have to be very small, too. Yeah, like so she would be one sixth the size of Darian. 
She almost is, to be fair. And yeah, yeah I guess that's. And like, yeah, Makoto would be like Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Venus would be like normal sized. The moon and Mercury are almost the same size. Really? I did not know that. Yeah, the moon's radius is 1,079 miles, and Mercury's radius is 1,516 miles. You have just learned more actual astronomy than you will ever learn watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> so Sailor Moon and Sailor Mercury would be relatively the same size. What about Mars? Is Mars bigger or smaller or what? Well, Mars is bigger than, um, I know it's bigger than the moon, but I think it's smaller than the Earth. Yeah, Mars is 2,106 miles across. Earth is 3,959 miles across. So, but what's Mars versus Venus? Man, Google is super useful. <laughs> if you guys haven't heard of this, uh, if this, this Google thing, you should, uh, you should get on that. Nice. I think it would be a really weird show. Is the answer like I think it would be a re like I don't think it would have caught on. Wait, no, I'm assuming it would only make sense if we're talking about post transformation. Yeah, because if Makoto just transfers to their school and is the size of a, a giant kaiju, they would be it would be a little strange. Yeah, Venus she is would be than like, Mars. yeah, you don't have a uniform that fits me because I'm <laughs> three hundred feet tall. You're gonna have to sew all of your uniforms together, and I can wear that. As a bikini. <laughs> but no, Mars is smaller than Venus. Venus is almost the same size as Earth. It's 37, 3,760 miles across. Okay. So I mean, then... look, foreshadowing, but we are going to have to have a discussion of the Sailor Scout's proportions in about 20 minutes. <sighs> oh, yeah. No, <laughs> sooner than that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I forgot all about that. Okay, well, <laughs> then let's do it. You know what? Let's not put it off. Let's do it. All okay. Right. Oh, before we get into the show, everybody, just a quick reminder. Uh, time is running low on the contest. The deadline to get those entries in is December 1st. They must be in our email by then. Everything else will go in the trash. I mean, we'll probably read them, but you will not be eligible for the contest. Uh, we are giving away, if, you, if, if for some reason this is your first episode of the show, we are giving away a complete set of Sailor Moon manga that includes Sailor Moon 1 through 12, uh, the short stories 1 and 2, and codename Sailor V 1 and 2 that the publisher Kodansha has provided us. And the rules are a one-page fan fiction in the style of an episode of Sailor Business in that we will read the winning entry as part of the show in the first episode after the Doomtree Saga, the first, uh, it is Rini's first appearance. It's episode 60, right? Yes. And, so, uh, and get and, those and, in. And don't, don't think, just because you already own the series in, as manga, that you shouldn't enter. You should. You must have friends who, who don't have it and who would want it, or you could donate it to your local library and share it with the entire community. We will send it to whomever you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, someone will be very weirded out when... Like, 16 volumes within, of Sailor okay, Moon. Within reason. Like, I'm not going to send it to, like, Elvis Costello or something. Like, you know, like, we're going to... Within reason. Listen, Elvis Costello, if you're out there, you have a good <laughs> chance of winning this no, contest. If he enters, I will. I mean, if somebody else enters and was like, I'm playing on behalf of Elvis Costello, that would be weird, is what I'm saying. What if it was Diana Krall? Duh, fine. If Diana Krall... Okay, all right. <laughs> if anyone knows Elvis Costello and would like to enter on his behalf, please let us know in your entry. Fine. Then I would end up with Elvis Costello's address, so that's fine. Yes, and didn't you meet Elvis Costello recently? Uh, yeah, at a book signing. Like, not a real meeting, but like, yeah, it was great. He's amazing. What, uh, when's he doing Deadpool? 
<laughs> no, exactly. No, no. I, I spoke to him for all of two seconds, and I said, I love Get Happy so much. It's my favorite album. He was like, I like it, too. <laughs> that is exactly the answer I would have expected. Anyway, <laughs> get those entries in. Uh, you can email them, please, uh, to sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. And uh, that is also where you can send in any questions for the show, any comments on the show, anything that you have that you think we would like to see can go there or to at Sailor Business on Twitter. But definitely those contest entries must be emailed by December 1st. So uh, two weeks from when this airs, I think. Now let's get and to stealing that, a kiss from Memoru. <laughs> steal a kiss from Memoru and Project Snow White. There's and so many things to talk about. it is a good one. <laughs> yep. Uh, we kick off with a scene that I know we'll want to discuss, Chris, because it's your it's our favorite topic of the deal with Luna and what it is. Yes. <laughs> yes. Over a year into this, 56 episodes plus two bonus episodes, and we have no idea if Luna is a cat. <laughs> she is. I, I think she is to me. Uh, she says she, 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 she jumps up on the table, finds that Yusagi has fallen asleep reading romance uh, fiction, reading Snow White. Well, no, she's reading Snow White for homework, you know, like you do in eighth grade. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> sure. Um, and so she thinks she's studying, but she goes, oh, she's asleep. And sees the rom- that it's, a, it's romantic stuff and goes, someday I'll share a passionate kiss with some wonderful male cat. <laughs> what? <laughs> And she's you know, I have hugging cats, herself. My we'll cats make out on the regs, so I can see that. What? Your cats make out? Yeah, and the worst part is is that they're brother and sister, so it's cat incest. But Wait, are they the children make of the tree? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, need, we have a lot of questions here. Are your cats here. gathering energy from, from kittens? No, they're just stealing souls from babies like normal cats. You mean they just lick each other? Yeah, no, like they'll get right up in each other's faces and it is literally like the cat version of Frenchie where they'll like <laughs> lick each other's necks, like the underside of each other's necks and like lick each, like the boy cat will like get aggressive and like hold her down and start biting her ears. I'm just Whoa. like, guys, like calm the fuck down. Like, you're related and you have no bits. You have to stop now. <laughs> That's kind of serious. So, so Luna hugs herself and swoons <laughs> dreaming yeah, about like, kissing a cat. Okay, but like, is, is, is Luna a cat or a people? George, she's a is cat. She a cat. She's a cat who has been cursed with human intelligence and emotions. But she has a human form. Yeah, but I mean, it's not really permanent, is it? Like, that's a special situation, isn't it? We'll get there. <laughs> Look, I just, all I know about this situation is that Luna, first of all. Uh, treated Rhett Butler very poorly. Very true, because he is an uh, unintelligent tre- cat. Also, when Artemis was like, hey, maybe we could get married, <laughs> she threw him off a roof. Because she's not into him. She doesn't have to get with the first cat that says, hey. All right, look. <laughs> so, that so is, anyway. That is true and correct. <laughs> but I'm starting to feel like Luna's prospects for finding cats with... With near human intelligence, they're getting pretty, pretty slim. <laughs> they're poor. They're poor. So she's hugging herself and dancing, and she trips on a pen and falls over and sort of wakes up Yusagi. And she's like, oh, I wonder if she was dreaming about romance. And Yusagi says she was dreaming about eating a huge meat bun. Which is that a is weird romance. metaphor for a romance dream. No. <laughs> what did you say, Donna? So that is her version of romance. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that's her version. Because she's truly in love with meat buns. 
Well, she was telling her lunch, I love you, I love you, I love you, in the last episode. <laughs> That's true. Yes, and it was Because of her amazing. food fetish. Um, so, <laughs> this uh, episode... You know what? I think, I think both of you need a timeout. <laughs> so, this is where I want to... We can just start this, because this is the Wait, most exciting the, part the of the did we say the deep name of this one? Did mirror, we, mirror on the wall. Mirror, mirror on the wall, okay. Um, this is where we get into the real fun part of the episode, which is the fucking awful terrible people that Alan and Anne are and the awful, terrible relationship they have where they live together, are together all the time, are supposedly in love, but are sitting around with each other thinking constantly about how much they want to get with another person that is not their lover. Jordan, you are applying a lot of, of, of human uh, morality. <laughs> no, I'm these. not. I'm not. And the reason I can say confidently that I'm not is because you're right. If they were in a relationship where that was their understanding, then that would be their business and it would be fine. They are both hella mad about it when they find out that each other they is doing are. this. This is not a thing that has been mutually agreed upon. So they, they are sitting... into an open relationship yes. in good faith. No. They are sitting around their living room. Anne is reading Snow White, because again, I guess that's their assigned thing to be reading. Okay, and <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, the book that she is reading is in English. Oh, that's and true. I do, I do buy that uh, reading Snow White in English could be a reasonable homework assignment for a eighth grader. That makes sense. If, that makes in, more sense. In a foreign language. That so, makes sense. Uh, so they're reading it in English. Don't explain why they're putting it on as a school play with an, an adult Well, it's later, not even not a, a school, school play. play. Yeah, it's just a, well, we'll get there. We'll get there. But she's sitting there reading, to which Alan is like, if you have time to study, you have time to steal energy. <laughs> <laughs> I, also... <laughs> Like, the moral that Anne learns from reading Snow White is, oh, right, you should steal love by kissing someone who's asleep. That is a that is a dubious interpretation of well, the story. Well, or that you get someone to love you by making them kiss you in some capacity is all it yeah. really is. So, but in no, the, but the point yeah, is, the yeah, they're just sitting around, like, having a night in. And, like, he's like, yeah, you know, hey, about our plans to, like, steal energy and, like, you know, survive. And she's sitting there going, oh, man, I want this other guy to kiss me. And I'm just like, what? That is fucked up. And then, again, you, you'll find out he's doing the exact same thing constantly. They're terrible. They're awful. They need to get alien teen divorced. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Because, right, you know what? That, that makes the most sense of it. They are, if they are really just teenagers, they're just not meant to be together. <laughs> Or at least not this seriously yet. <laughs> so from there, we cut to the Hikawa Shrine. And uh, it is time once again for a Sailor Moon fashion update because they are wearing the cutest outfits in this scene. Oh, man. No, look, like they're so like Amy's outfit with the little cardigan, like in the blue dress is so cute. Cardian? No, not a cardian, a cardigan. <laughs> Although I would love to see a, a Cardian based on a car, uh, cardigan. <laughs> cardigan, uh, Cardian, oh no. Makoto, though, Makoto is dressed for the club. Makoto is wearing essentially a very tight tank top over a turtleneck. <laughs> yeah, that is the shortest dress ever created. It is a ever. very short dress. Well, I mean, she lives alone with no parental supervision, so no one can tell her not to leave the house like that. Well, her sister probably threw her out before... She was finished getting dressed. Yeah, because, you know, her little sister hates her so much. <laughs> her little sister who does not exist. That yeah. She was making up to try and relate to a boy. Turtleneck, long sleeves, shortest dress humanly possible. It's a crazy outfit. 
Yes. I, I think, like, Amy clearly wins the, the cute outfit contest. Well, Amy's dressed but, for, like, uh, the 50s, isn't she? Yeah. It's, well, yeah. she's wearing a dress and a cardigan. But it's also, it's not just a dress. It's, like, a very poofy dress. It's a long dress, and it's it's very, very poofy. Yes. Yeah. It's, it needs a poodle on it somewhere. <laughs> I believe that is an empire waist. Is that how that works? I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, I, Empire I, like, waist is straight under the boobs and then goes down. Think about like Napoleon. Oh, like like uh, Usagi's princess dress. Yes, that's an Empire waisted dress. Okay. Okay, so so I guess Amy's is a little lower than that, but it's still like the the waist of it is very high, and like I think it's very cute. I'm trying to I'm trying to see what Mina's wearing, but it's difficult because she's they they just keep using the same shot over and over again, and it doesn't show it well. Orange jacket, green shorts, not not great, but you know what. It's everybody's casual today. But I'm I like she must have a shirt under that jacket, but I can't see it because they they won't show her at any other angle than this one lousy shot. I keep I'm, oh, I'm I waiting and waiting and waiting. Anyway, all right. So let's talk about this. They're there to talk about important news. They brought Yusagi to the to the shrine because Darian has suffered terrible tragedy. <laughs> at which point Yusagi flips out and starts crying. And they're like, No, no. he was putting on a play with some friends, and they got in a fight. And all his friends left. And now he has no friends and has to put on a play. <laughs> I have a lot of questions about this. <laughs> Let's hear them. I have. Okay. So is Mamoru active in his local theater community? Like, Turns out. After he was a model, he was like, I'd like to get into acting. He's just putting on a play with some friends? Yep. <laughs> also, they're doing Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. No, no. That, not yet. Well, I guess they're doing Snow White and the and the four fairies. Well, right? no, no, but they're not. I think that's isn't that Ray's idea. No, they were doing Shakespeare. Well, yeah, in the Deke dub, they very specifically say they were doing a Shakespearean tragedy. They later reveal that okay. to be Hamlet, and that they were going to do okay. Hamlet. Oh, okay, well, let's talk about Hamlet then. Please. Do you know how many people are in Hamlet? <laughs> they are all you mad. Got Hamlet. <laughs> they are you got all mad at Darius. You got Gertrude. You got Claudius. You got Horatio, <laughs> Rosencrantz, and Guildenstern. You got pirates. Yeah, all two, uh, like, all thirty members of the cast. Two knights and a ghost are are mad at Darian, and they all walked. What happened? I would completely buy if they were like, yeah, everybody in the cast went into a coma at the same time because <laughs> this is the Juban district. Uh, well, now because of that, he's having a hard time finding actors. So if we just say we want to be in it, we'll be in it. Apparently, <laughs> I do. I do want to point one thing out. Please. Uh, uh, I have mentioned on the show that, that one of the inspirations for this show that we do, one of the inspirations for Sailor Business was a podcast called Go Bayside, uh, where April Richardson and a friend would watch an episode of Saved by the Bell. And uh, she recently got through the entire series. She she came back after a year to do the two movies. So that was very exciting. But there is an episode of Saved by the Bell about them doing their school play where they do a rap version of Snow White Oof. that is very similar to this episode. Which one came first? Who stole it, man? I honestly don't know. Because <laughs> Saved by the Bell was the early 90s, right? Yeah, it's a tough yep. call. Let's see. Saved by the Bell, Snow White. Oh, it auto-completes to uh, Snow White uh, rap lyrics, if nice. you look it up. Wow. The episode title was Snow White and the Seven Dorks. Aired? It aired 14th November, 1992. <gasps> That's six Before months at least. Yeah, May 29th, six. 1993. But they would have been in production around the same time. Yeah, yeah it's just coincidence. Just a coincidence. Amazing. Sorry. If you were looking to do a back-to-back -back podcastable feature, go listen to uh, the episode of Go Bayside. 
about Snow White and the Seven Dorks. So here's some more important facts about the, the Darien situation, the Mamoru situation. Guess how Ray found out about this tragedy? Darien is so upset about this play that he came to the shrine to pray about it. <laughs> he came... <laughs> He came to the shrine to pray that this play that he has no cast for and is only him in this moment does well. Not only that, wait, wait, but there's not only that, he wrote it down on a thing and Ray, this is, I don't know their religion very well, but I feel like this is a breach of ethics. Ray takes that prayer and shows it to everyone. Yeah, I am not familiar with the tenets of Shintoism, but I feel like, I feel like there's some very dubious stuff going on here. Like, that just does not seem right. So, at this point, Darian has no memories of anything. He's just a dude. So, he's back to just being, like, a creepy dude hanging out with a 14-year-old. Well... We've we've completely reverted. I mean, yes and no, in that... Because he didn't ask them to hang out. They are forcing themselves on him, time-wise, time-wise. Okay, does he remember he used to date Ray? Uh, yeah, well, that that he should remember, yes. (laughs) There's no, right. there was nothing magical about that, so he probably remembers. Does he remember that. his 14 year old ex girlfriend? <laughs> so no, so that's where I was going with this. Is if he remembers that he dated Ray, then he knows that she may be the kind of person to breach ethics and read his prayer. So <laughs> did, was there ever a was there ever a play with other people, or did he make this shit up so that he could hang out with a bunch of 14 year old girls and make out with them? He doesn't make out with them. That we no, see. but like, but also imagine. Okay, imagine that you are going to the theater, Jordan. All right. Now, well, I mean, this is easier. Like, you would not go to community theater. You're in New York. You would go to a production. Of All right. So I'm going to a Broadway show. Right. You're going to a Broadway show. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's a production of Snow White. Of Snow White, right? Why would I it's, do that? But all right. It's like seven 14 year old girls playing all the parts. There's one 14 year old boy, and then there's a 46 year old dude who makes sure to have some kissing scenes. He's 20 something, and I can't tell how old they are. They're all wearing uh, animal outfits. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, oh, I also want to mention. This, uh, at the end of this scene on, in the shrine, we get the first time I ever remember seeing this transition. We get the into Luna's mouth scene transition. Yeah. <laughs> Luna's head appears in the middle of the screen and opens its mouth and we dive through its mouth into the next scene of the show. It's great. Like, this episode's great. Yeah. <laughs> this episode's fantastic. I, like, I don't know why that exists, but it's a ball so i'm happy about it and luna looks adorable and confused about the whole situation she's like what what wow. anyway that's I, fun i also like how ray who is the only member of the cast with black hair is like oh let's do snow white let's let's definitely do snow white but they never even bring that up the ha- snow white's hair is supposed to be black no they don't but i noticed i did too well i did too but i like i don't know if they even necessarily think of it that way is what I'm saying. Maybe they do. So Darian is like, or Mamoru is like, oh, okay. So you guys want to be in the play? And and they're like, yeah. Ray said we should do Snow White. And this is where the big fight starts. Oh boy. I warned everybody it was coming. <laughs> Listen, if you are listening to this with a child, maybe, you know, skip this one. No. Skip this episode. It, it's not going to get graphic. I don't think. <laughs> Maybe you have thoughts on this that I, I'm not ready for. <laughs> I, I am just reporting on what happens in the show. So Ray says, uh, yeah, since it was my idea, uh, I think I should play Snow White. And Usagi says, what? No, I should play Snow White because I'm super cute. Right? Isn't that what she says? Yeah, because I'm cute and adorable. Yeah. 
to which Mina, uh, to which Makoto says, "No, I should play Snow White because my breasts are the biggest." What? That is her direct quote. That is literally what she says. I, I don't remember this. That is not in the deke dub. No, it's absolutely what she says. <laughs> my breasts are the biggest, so I should be Snow White. And in the new dub. <laughs> oh yes, what do they say? They they soften it just a little because she says she has the best proportions. Oh, that is not what she says in the in the sub. She no, says but like, my the breasts subtitle are is, the biggest. My breasts are the biggest. I should be Snow White. And then and then later when everyone's arguing, she goes, "Do you want to measure? Do you want to compare?" <laughs> Yeah, she literally like, because it, it's the it's like one of those quick shots where everybody's yelling and like mm. the, pe- heads are popping in and angry and she, like she like forces her way into the screen like basically boobs first to be like, <laughs> look, see. <laughs> Venus uh, says she should do it because she has what the stage presence something like that. She says she has the elegance. Oh, the elegance, right? And then oh, and then Amy says no, best, I should do it because I'm busy studying and she spends a lot of time asleep, so I won't have to memorize lines. Yeah, she, <laughs> that's like two seconds. Play, go to no, Snow White. no. She is not asleep for that much of the play. Also, these are all terrible friends because they know that Darian will be Prince Charming and they know that Serena was his girlfriend yeah. and will be his girlfriend and his wife and bear his children. Like, yeah. <laughs> they don't know the what? thing about children yet. Well, they, okay, they do not know fair. the thing about children yet. But as 14 year olds, they can extrapolate. Like, <laughs> she is meant to be together with him. Like, that is where, like, 80% of hetero relationships go. <laughs> yeah, they absolutely are jerks because, and even later in the episode, there's a part where they're like, what is her problem about Usagi? And I'm like, what is her problem? Her problem is that's her destined lover who doesn't know that he's her destined lover. And there's another girl trying to kiss him. What you, why are you people so obtuse about this? <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> uh. And I like, I like how Mamoru's reaction to this is like, I mean, there are other characters, guys. Like, the prince. Like, that's his first one he says. Like, yeah, why don't you play the prince, Usagi? <laughs> like, like, the prince and the horrible old queen. Like, so, Naru and uh, Umino pop in just to be like, you guys are all so mean and terrible, but also we'll be in the play. And <laughs> Accurate. And Very then, accurate. And then Anne shows up, and Anne says, I, will be, I also want to be in the play, and I've got a solution for all this. All we have to do is draw straws, which I have prepared for us. All we have to do is do the most easily rigged game ever. (laughs) Not to mention, does no one have any theater experience? Like, there's a little thing called auditions. Like, Do do you think they're like, all right, well, let's just draw straws. Oh, damn. Yeah, but I mean, look, this (laughs) The worst actor got the lead role. This is a play. This is a play that is about to be performed in public in like two days. And they don't know what the play is going to be. Yet. Right, 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 right. And in the deke this dub, this production's fucked from Jump Street. Right, and me. like in the deke dub, they were like, "We're gonna put on Hamlet." I mean, Snow White. Yeah. <laughs> That's slight change of plans. Instead of Hamlet, we'll still honor your Hamlet tickets, but you're gonna be seeing Snow White. But you're gonna be seeing that. a bunch of middle schoolers <laughs> performing Snow White with a 51 year old man. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> 21. <sighs> so they draw straws. The the she says. One of them is red, a bunch of them are blue, and one of them is white. The red one will be the evil queen, the white one will be Snow White, everybody else will be, well, the fairies? In the Japanese one, it says fairies. Apparently Snow yeah, White. they keep saying fairies. And Snow then White and the seven fairies. Animals. 
who become woodland creatures. Well, if, and if the that, book if that. they were reading very clearly says Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. So I, maybe they mistranslate. They're not good at English. They mistranslated dwarves into fairies. Anyway, so they're going to draw straws. Serena goes first. She draws red. She's the evil queen. Which, which I did not realize at first was going to be a problem because in the Snow White Disney version, you know, the evil queen's the second hottest person in the country. Yes. So, I mean, in, well, she's. I think she still is in the in in all versions. It's just that then she disguises herself as an ugly queen, uh, right. ugly witch lady. So you're right. Like most of the plays, I, she should be walking around gl- glamorous and looking amazing. I briefly got very excited because I just kind of assumed that Usagi was going to dress as Queen Beryl, which would have been amazing. Oh, that would have been. They missed out. They missed out on that. That would have been the best. She draws the red one, then everybody else goes simultaneously at the exact same time, and they all draw blue, meaning they all drew fairies. And then in the most easiest, obvious trick in the universe. Yeah, Natsumi just draws the paper that is half an inch shorter than everyone else's. <laughs> yeah, she just clearly, she just tears off the blue end and goes, yeah, mine's white. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that in a scene shortly. So I guess yes. we'll let it go. Are we going to talk about how little sense that makes now and later? Yeah, we're going to talk about it a little more later because they know they don't they don't notice. They go, oh, she won. I guess she's fine. The end of that for now. <laughs> so back at the apartment slash dimensional pocket where the Doom Tree lives, and informs Alan that she is going to be in a play and she's very excited about it, and then vanishes. And Alan is like, "Fuck that." <laughs> well, she says you could be in it. We've got it. We got a fairy slash dwarf you want to be in it and he's like i want to be the prince she's like we got a prince what did he say jordan can you give me that one more time i want to be the prince i want to be the prince (laughs) (laughs) well it's true you know if she wasn't 14 and could put two and two together for a second she might have thought that he was saying he wants to be the prince because she's snow white but no everyone's an idiot so (laughs) yeah yeah, you can be, if you're the prince and I'm the, then we get to kiss and we, you know, I mean, whatever. Again, they don't care. She's like, I kiss you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hope that's what she sounds like during the sex. <laughs> so, so this is unusual. Alan draws himself a card. He never has done that before. It's by Pierrot. Yeah, it's this weird clown monster. It's, it's, it's Pierrot, but be Pierrot. In the Deke, they just call it Pierrot. Yeah. Okay. Fair. They didn't call it like, uh, like clowny. No. Or, or <laughs> no, just Pierrot. Mimey or whatever awful like uh, what is it clown face? Although here's the thing, it, you, like you said, like this goes up in two days or whatever. In the Deke dub, they very clearly say a week, but even that is weird because then what happens is Alan draws this card and says to the Guardian, "A week from now, there's gonna be a play. I want you to disrupt." Until then, chill. Like, I don't... <laughs> I don't... Yeah, until then, I guess just hang out and try to avoid my girlfriend, who also lives here. <laughs> but does this also mean this will be the Cardian that has the most sense of self and, <laughs> like, sentience? Because it lives among humans for a whole week. Sure. <laughs> it's busking on the street, making making a living. Natsumi is uh, is calling Anne, going or calling Alan, going. Hey, can I put a sheet over the clown statue? It's really freaking me out. He's like, I don't, I didn't summon a clown statue. So, so, um, so we leave the clown to its own also, businesses. This, this some next level terrible boyfriend shit is planning to wreck this performance a week in advance. <laughs> yes, a week in what advance. An He's like, let's fuck this shit up. Somebody else is gonna kiss my girlfriend. Fuck that. So I, I, I told so you. Know. 
I feel like Serena would respect that, though. Yeah, as sure. It's a terrible girlfriend. <laughs> they deserve each other. Listen, listen, parents, I told you to skip this one. I told you. <laughs> it is It is late in the evening. I'm on my third cup of coffee, and the cusses are happening. <laughs> So we cut to oh, the yes. rehearsal space. Rehearsing, rehearsing. Where everyone is wearing their acting clothes. And this is great. I love it, their acting outfits. <laughs> I like how Anne is basically on the casting couch. Yeah. Yes. yes. She's lying on the, the bench. Well, she's in like totally a workout outfit. I mean, Darian. She's in like dance gear. Yeah. And yeah. Darian is in his, that's his like jogging outfit or something. That's Haven't we seen it before? Outfit. Yeah, we've seen it, I think. It's his yeah. three-layered shirt that he wears to jog. <laughs> oh, and, 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 by the way, is... there's no director. There's nobody giving them instructions. <laughs> there's no there's no organization here. It's just Anne is the lead actress, so she tells everyone what to do. And they have no choice but to listen, I suppose, because she's the most important person in the room. Okay, look, Jordan, you, like, look, we know the person who wrote the novelizations of Sailor Moon. Yes. She's been on the show. Leanne Centaur, she's great. She was one of the best guests we've had. How much do you think it would take to commission her to write the backstory of this episode where Memoru gets in a fight with the cast of Hamlet to the point where they walk out on a show that is set to open next week? I'm telling you, this never happened. Now Darian is in a room with a casting couch with a bevy of 14-year-old girls who all want to make out with him. He is a predator and he must be stopped. He doesn't <laughs> think Umino is a threat, which is likely, which is f fair. So he's like, fine, I'll let that one guy be in this show. I mean, look, even I wouldn't choose Umino over Memoru. Okay, but you want me to ruin this, this, the setup of this show? Tell me what world exists where Ray allows this to happen and isn't like, I'm directing this show. Let's all whip this into shape. Yeah. How is Ray not like, <laughs> I am the director? Yeah. How, like, the, that's I'm crazy. Director, producer. One of us just put on a festival. Okay. Anybody? Raise your hand if you just put on a festival single-handedly. Oh, nobody else? All right. I, I'll take care of this. That's what she's saying. <laughs> so what actually happens is Anne is lying on a bench going, all right, Snow White's asleep. And the prince comes up and kisses her passionately. Let's rehearse it again. Makes out with her. While everyone watches. Yeah, while which is like everybody. the biggest mean girl <laughs> shit I have ever seen in my entire life. I'm going to make the boy you like make out with me in front of you and your friends. And then your direction is applaud and, and smile. <laughs> so... so so he, My favorite part is that she can't like she can't resist pulling him in, and he right. goes, "No, no, no, that's not how we're doing it. You're right. supposed to be asleep." And then Makoto just goes, "Can we please practice something else?" Yeah, I mean, she's about to get the kiss she's been wanting, leaning in. He's about to kiss her, and she screws it up by being like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah," and like grabbing him and like trying to like wrestle him to the to the kiss. And he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" But I, but again, as we this is the thing, it starts with them going, "Let's do it again. Let's do it again." Did they do it or not? Have they not kissed yet? Because I'll tell you, in a moment, we're going to be at opening night. And she's going to still be like, oh, man, I hope I can steal that kiss. And I'm like, did they never rehearse that scene yet? Are they still never kissed? What has happened? Rehearsal ends. Memoru goes to leave and is like, thanks, Memoru, even though he has done nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Natsumi goes, you know, since we're playing lovers, we should get to know each other. And they walk off together. Which and... never to be seen again. But no, but that even makes less sense because... Unless I'm mistaken about the story of Snow White, they don't know each other. No, they don't. They, they getting you to know, know each that, other I makes less sense. I think about that, but that is a good point. <laughs> they literally meet when he kisses her. But 
I would like to point out that Darian does opt to go home with the slutty 14-year-old. <laughs> She's breaking him down. Where do they go? Like, where do you think they go? Does Mall she just shop. walk him home? Did they, yeah, did they go to, uh, what, was the name of the, what was the name of the restaurant? Uh, there's been a million. I don't remember. <laughs> no, Pops. They, they, they go, <laughs> go back to, Cafe to Noah. Go back to Anne's apartment, and he's like, what's with the creepy clown statue? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my apartment. That's the clown statue. That's the hell tree. And uh, let me just go put on some flute music from the next room. <laughs> Alan, just keep playing. What? So she leaves, and immediately Minako, like, blows the the whole thing. Minako's like, yeah, it's, I can't believe she did. And what? Usagi is the only one who has not realized this <laughs> to the point where Makoto has to pull out the straw and explain how she did it. But, okay, worse, but, <laughs> but it, they, they're all so okay with it. They literally basically say, if you care enough about getting this part to cheat for it, you deserve to get it. I wrote it down because there's there's a thing that they say as though it is an old saying. Okay, let's hear which it. Which is like they're like, hey, you know what they say? The more selfish the actress, the better the acting. And I'm like, I don't think that's true. Like that is in fact the opposite of how acting works. <laughs> yeah, and then they they give their secondary reason, which is, well, we are all good friends, and you know, if one of us got it over the others, then we'd all be jealous with each other, and it would cause a rift. And basically, we don't give a fuck about Anne, so like she she can have it, and we can all hate her. <laughs> well, and in the Deke version, that's not what happens, though. In the Deke version, they're like, she hasn't had any friends since right, she moved right. here, so she's lonely, and we should like support her cheating so that maybe she'll become a better person because that's how that works. <laughs> Amy says that in the Japanese version. Amy does say, yeah, ever since Natsumi moved here, she hasn't had a whole lot of friends. Sure. But also, Natsumi has been hanging out with them on the reg. <laughs> like, Natsumi yeah, went like, to a picnic and then talked about how she doesn't eat. She only subsists on life energy from the Makai tree, and but, nobody said anything about that. Yeah, but they're just like, yeah, but we're not friends. <laughs> Are you friends with her? Oh, no. No, no, no. no, no, no. You can't sit with us. <laughs> oh, no, poor like, Anne. The point where they're like, oh, we would have all fought and been jealous over each other if we one of us had gotten the parts. Like, because you're all terrible friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, they really are. Uh, I mean, again. Well, like, that is exactly <laughs> what was happening. Yeah. Yeah, that's, well, that's, again, that's why you have auditions and they decide who gets the part and it's not a thing you have to do by group consensus. What, with what director who's well, conducting these auditions? Because, look, if there was, like, even the producers of this show realized, hey, we can't have a scene where Mamoru brings all the girls into the office one by one and kisses them on the sofa. You <laughs> <laughs> cannot do that. Yuck. Anyway, so yeah, so they, they reveal that, that they cheated, that she cheated, and then Usagi is like, then we are calling her out. We are going right up in her face and being like, you cheated and that's not right. She says she's going to do it. She's going to do it herself the next day. Well, no, well, first, Natsumi goes to the shrine. Well, that's when they, they, they yeah, she, no, Usagi says she's going to do it. And then they coincidentally see Natsumi going up to the shrine. So they're like, all right, you know what? I'm going to do it right now. Let's go. Let's go. I'll just walk up there yeah. and tell her. And uh, Natsumi, they see Natsumi again. A lot of spying on prayers in this. That's that's some shit they kept from Hamlet. There you go. Yeah. Good a lot point. of spying on prayers. Wow. That's, this uh, is deep, man. They see her going, oh, you know, please let this play go off. And then we get, like, in, in, her internal monologue, and according to the subtitles, what she's saying is, please allow me to steal Mamoru's lips. 
which is a very good description of a kiss from an alien unfamiliar with Earth culture. <laughs> which brings up a good point, though. Why do these aliens want to bone humans so badly? Why do they even find them attractive? It's it's their it's their weird exotic fetish. They're like, oh. Yeah, but I mean, look, they are like, look at them. Like every monster on this show is humanoid. Like all Fair. those all those underground rock people were just really pretty humans. Yeah. Well, I guess like what he was saying is about their exotic humans think elves are hot. So I guess it's like the same thing where elven aliens think that humans are hot. Whatever. Fine. I'll allow it. <laughs> so. So, yeah, they decide, well, because she prayed that the play was good, we won't ruin the play by revealing that we know she cheated to get the role. And I. OK, dumb, but all right. And, and Yusagi's like, yeah, I don't like that she gets to kiss Mamoru, but fine. What? All right. So the next day, suddenly this play has mascot costumes. <laughs> they're all dressed. They're all dressed. Okay, they're all dressed as animals. They're dancing around in the in the in the in the Japanese version, singing a song. In the Deke version, like saying lines, holding. They're apples. singing in the new dub too. Why are they all have apples? That's not how Snow White goes. But all right, <laughs> they all have it's apples. It's a musical number. Okay. Jordan. All right. You know, like wait, it's the like. Okay, look. There's an apple in Snow White. There's not a gorilla. There's not an elephant. <laughs> yeah, but this is the, Snow the dwarves don't all grab a bunch of apples. It's fine. You're right. You're right. I'm I'm going too far. And we see uh, Usagi in her uh, evil queen costume. <laughs> gross. Uh, uh, her her like evil gross witch costume. Yeah, so which sadly part. is not dressed exactly like Queen Beryl, which would have been amazing. Oh man, real quick though, the first time you see her in that costume, when Anne is like, "That's the best you've ever looked," it's like. <laughs> Oh, ow, Jesus. Yep. Yeah, she is a jerk. <laughs> uh, I do want to point out that we still have kind of a debate on how to pronounce uh, Serena's Japanese name. In the new dub, Anne, Anne calls her Sukino and clearly pronounces it Sukino. Three syllables, not Skino, as we have been told. It is properly pronounced. So I am absolving myself of any pronunciation errors. Yay, me too. Because, uh, and I'm going to go with Sakino. I'm just calling her Serena and you can't stop me. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be, that's fine by me. dream of it. Next we get a scene, kind of adorable, of Anne at home making out with a pillow. I, <laughs> pretending and I love that she's, she's in her costume from the play, but yep. she's in her alien form. Yep. <laughs> well, why not? She's at home. She doesn't have to look like anyone but herself. Yep. She's smooching up and is like, what are you doing? <laughs> making out with a pillow. Shut up. This is private. <laughs> <laughs> Do I come bother you when you need alone time with the flute? <laughs> but again, this is another scene of them being total assholes. She's lying on a bed, imagining making out with Mamoru. He looks over, sees their little drawing of romance and goes, oh, yeah, I could make out with Serena. That would be pretty great. <laughs> and she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, nothing. What? Nothing. The hand drawn cover to the, her script. Yes. Yes. It's terrible. They're just and, awful people to each other. Yeah. And then he leaves the room. He's like, man, I wish I was the prince and Serena was my princess. And I'm like, what is wrong with everyone? All of you are terrible people. <laughs> so Serena uh, is getting ready for the thing. I, it's probably just the way this shot is drawn. But I immediately thought, why is she wearing the like talking heads, giant pajamas? <laughs> because yeah, I was going to mention that. Like, they are enormous her... pajamas. She has gotten a new set of pajamas, and they are gigantic. These um, are not the pajamas we have seen her in previously. No, no, they're they're huge. And she's uh, rehearsing the uh, lines about being this, the second most most beautiful. And uh, Shingo's being a dick as about always. it, as always. As brothers do. He's going to go to the play, 
he's gonna hate watch her play basically yeah <laughs> to make fun of her without his parents as far as i can tell. yeah 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 she, no, they don't no. show up Mama and Papa are not in attendance. There's a huge crowd, though, because now we cut to the next day. It's time for the thing. They're looking out. There's a pretty big crowd. They're all in their mascot Every, uniforms. Everybody's there to see Hamlet. Yes. Too They're re- ready for Hamlet Snow White. Um, performed by performed by uh, former uh, Calvin Klein model Memoru Chiba and his friend Motoki, who he alienated. You think it was Motoki that they had the fight with? Have we ever seen Memoru's other friends? Well, have we, we haven't. Have seen Memoru interacting with anyone else? No, no. Well, just, well, except for his, his girlfriend, uh, 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 whatever her name was. But she's, she's in Africa, so not her. Yeah, it's, it was, it was going to be a two-man performance of Hamlet <laughs> with Motoki and Memoru. That's what I'm choosing to believe. So the curtain goes up. <laughs> Again, the crew, the crew to this show, God bless them. I guess the crew, my guess is that the crew didn't have actually time to rehearse. And so Memoru just got like professionals to come in and was like, you'll get it. <laughs> like yeah. hey, when stuff happens. Watch me for the changes. Yeah, exactly. When stuff happens on stage, you know, point the fucking lights at it. That's, that's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> so the curtain goes up. There's a weird clown standing on top of a castle all the lights go right onto the clown i guess this is how the play starts (laughs) the clown looks up says its name and then destroys the castle (laughs) and people in the audience are going wow (laughs) they're kicking off the play by destroying the set that's awesome (laughs) yeah shingo being so stoked about this like like what? They're like fucking up the whole set. Like first thing in the flight, we're getting unicycle backflips. I was down this castle. Like you, you fuck up the the set like three quarters of the way into the play. Usually, you don't start with it. That's that's mind blowing. Some avant garde, next level shit. Shingo is a true student of the theater. So, then the next act of the show is Snow White runs out onto stage and says, "Don't ruin our play." And then gets also, hit by say, a giant ball. I gotta say, if I wanted to go see a play and they were like, okay, we were gonna do Hamlet, now we're doing Snow White. And I like went in there and there was a clown on a unicycle doing backflips, tearing shit up. I'd be like, I'd be like, yeah, this makes sense. This is how this felt like it was gonna go. <laughs> It's so good. Uh, so the clown is is uh, kicking everybody's butt. The clown the clown is uh, uh, throwing the mascots around into a giant no. pile. And Melvin is thing... like Molly. We got to get out of here. Okay. The first thing that BPRO does is throw a clown nose that becomes giant and yeah. knocks Natsumi into uh, into Memoru. Yeah. And bonks them both on the head. But yes, Donna, I wrote that down in my notes because Melvin immediately goes okay we gotta get naru the fuck out of here <laughs> like he knows exactly what's up he's seen this he's seen this shit before he knows how this this goes down this is the like this is the one moment that kind of redeems their entire relationship where he's like naru we're leaving <laughs> but it doesn't matter they get knocked into the audience anyway well and it's actually he trips and knocks her over into yeah. all the sailor scouts and that's why they all can't get up to fight the monster. Did we see Luna already? There was a point where we see Luna react, and I'm like, what? Luna is just watching this show? All right. Which is fine. That's the way Luna is. It's just weird that yeah. a cat is at a show. 
so Serena stands up. She was wearing a full outfit under the uh, the costume, so she can do Sailor Moon uh, transformation just off the side of the stage. Like it kind of much done. better would it have been if they animated the first part of her transformation sequence with her in a mascot costume. Yes. yes. Or the lines on her face, all the all the, the old old age lines and stuff. Yeah. Would have been great. It would have been great, but sadly, no. No, she does it in the wings, so they don't get to see her transform, thankfully, because there is an entire audience. And then Shingo's like, wait a second. Is this a play about Sailor Moon? Yeah, because Sailor Moon jumps on the stage and confronts the monster. That I know my sister is in? And they have the exact same hair and look exactly the same? Yeah, but she said she was playing an evil witch, so this can't be her. No. Although this is the best interpretation of Snow White I think anyone has ever seen at this point. Wait, but also let's talk about Sailor Moon coming onto the stage. Because again, Sailor Moon does not run onto the stage and go, fuck you, monster, let's do this. <laughs> Sailor Moon transforms, radios the light <laughs> the light crew in the bo- in the booth, and goes, <laughs> give me the number two. <laughs> goes under the stage. From the, uh, exactly. The goes under the stage, the trapdoor, activates it, and rises into into view in a spotlight. <laughs> she has a flair for the dramatic. All of the scouts get amazing introductions. This is a crazy part. This is yeah. a like, crazy part. I just want to read out all of the scouts' introductions because Usagi's is just like, how dare you interfere with these actors putting on their play? Unforgivable, blah, blah, blah. It, it, hers is a very normal and then everyone else shows up well then fucking moonlight night shows up and no one cares no hold on because moonlight night says all young girls know who i am (laughs) which i was like why does he say that no (laughs) i don't know who you are but all young girls know who i am it sounds like he's confessing to a series of terrible crimes yes it's a terrible thing to say. That is not what you want to show up and say. <laughs> it's not Snow so, White. It's a play about Sailor Moon. Yeah, which, again, she, like I love that they did put in Shingo for his reactions to this. Yes. So All give us their intros. Mars says, the flames of passion and the nine mudras, destroying evil with the power of prayer. And then it pulls back, wearing red heels, I am Sailor Mars. <laughs> of that is her saying, I do it all in red heels. <laughs> Makoto's is, I was born with this ability. I am Sailor Jupiter. And the dub version is her going, uh, is her saying that she was born with, with incredible strength, which I think is better. Let, uh, let's then hear we this get one. Amy's, which is the best. No, AKA the worst. Go on. A- AKA the best. Let's hear it. I can handle cram school and studying. I am always reading reference books. I'm number one in the national practice test. I just gave away my secret identity. Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Everybody in the audience goes, number one in the practice. That's, that's Amy. But they also know, like, presumably they can look Masuma at their playbills. Like, presumably they can look at their playbills and say, and say, like, oh, was I know Ami Mizuno was in this play. This so is I not a play, so Chris. This is not yeah, a play anymore. Yeah, but everyone thinks it is. Everyone thinks it's a play. There, there were no... There were no billfolds for this. Don't lie to yourself. <laughs> I just want to say that when when Ami says her line about how she's always reading reference books, she produces a math book yes. and dramatically moves it across her face, and it's the best thing. <laughs> Is it the math book from the uh, fan art? No, uh, no, I wish, I wish it was. Cheating on her math book? What a horror! <laughs> uh, hey, that's... she's cheating on Sailor, Sailor Jupiter. 
Um, anyway, let's hear Sailor uh, V's. Uh, Minako says, I was once a masked legend. My true face is quite stunning. I'm the last pretty guardian to appear. And introduces herself as Sailor Venus. Which again, like, hey, by the way, I was Sailor V. Sure. <laughs> We're on the scene. That, so because, I guess, again, because they do that because it's a play, right? Like, they're like, well, we're on a stage. We might as well do this in the most dramatic way possible. Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> and then they uh, use their new powers. Mars uses... No, Mars doesn't use her new power. That's right. I was Mars expecting her to use her, her new uh, power. She uses her old one. Her spirit tag. Amy uses her new power because she put well, she off studying to memorize her lines, and so she's mad. Yes! She could have read three books in that time. Oh, amazing. And she uses her useful attack, bubble spray freezing, unlike this is like her useless attack. stealth, the best Amy episode. She has two lines. It's, yeah, but they're great. Like she's like, I should be, I should be Snow White because she's sleep a lot. She's asleep a lot, and so I wouldn't have to memorize as many lines as all of you. And also, I could have read three books. And also, I always carry my math book even when I am transformed. And Where? <laughs> yes, good question. So then, uh, same place that uh, same place the Moonstick is. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. While uh, while the monster's frozen, a Sailor Moon halations it, blows it away, cleansing, and again. The audience is going, these are amazing special effects in this shitty, in this shitty community theater production of Snow White. Everybody's really <laughs> stoked about this complete four minute play they just saw. Yes. Yes. The beauty of these young girls is in the spotlight, <laughs> says Moonlight Knight. Adieu. And and again, the crew <laughs> sees his <laughs> signal and pulls the, the Pulls the ropes so that he's he's ri risen up into the rafters and disappears. I'd like to see what the crew thought of what whatever was happening. <laughs> they, they, and they, again, it's, everybody's it's... like, everybody's like, wow, what a great play! We need an encore. It has been four minutes since the curtain <laughs> went up. I, I think if you saw the crew, they I think they would do one of these like New York Union crews. They're just like, hey, it's a living, and then they're, they're just pulling on the ropes. <laughs> I don't ask questions. I just do the, the curtain. <laughs> whatever this is community theater it's like somebody's 12 year old nephew uh so yes they're all yelling for encores and encores and the the sailor scouts are smiling and waving glamorously as though yes yes we love the attention this was not a fight to the death that we just murdered hey, a monster quick question <laughs> though quick question where was natsumi during all this does she get knocked out that's a great question. Oh, or she's... did she just quietly watch everyone transform? Uh, no, dude. She's on top of Mamoru. Don't forget. Ugh. She's rolling so around I guess, I guess backstage. She's, occupied. she's yeah, rolling around backstage with Mamoru. Now that the creepy clown isn't watching them, I mean... Although, that being said, obviously nothing happened because next thing we see is her literally crying because, because uh, Alan ruined her, her play. Yeah, because so. he's a dick boyfriend. Yes, he's a terrible boyfriend. She practiced so hard, and he sent a Cardian. Did you forget that our duty is to gather energy, he says. Oh, right. The Cardian did try to get energy from the audience for, like, two seconds. seconds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Before Sailor Moon came up from the trapdoor. Yeah. So, the, yeah end. the end of the episode is Natsumi, or, or Anne, in her room at the apartment, crying about how she, her shitty boyfriend ruined her entire, like, it ruined her play. Her scheme. And also her plan to make out with a 39-year-old man. <laughs> 21. Still, like, you keep saying that, like, that makes it better. It's a little better. What? No! 
My no. son is 14, and if he came home with a 21-year-old girl, I would immediately call the police. But if he had a crush on a 21-year-old girl, you wouldn't be like, that's crazy. If he had a crush on a 39-year-old woman, you might be like, this is weird. But the fact is that he reciprocates Serena's feelings. <laughs> well, yes, that's okay. Not, sure, yes. Also, they're <laughs> destined room lovers. Yes, true. Yes, okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we were maybe meant to learn something that we did not actually learn. So please, do you have the Sailor Moon says for this episode? Absolutely. Uh, queued up for it's mirror, mirror on the wall. A very important lesson that I hope we all learned. Anne cheated so she'd get to play Snow White. I bet you know people who cheat in little ways. Glancing at somebody else's homework or stealing small things that don't cost much. But cheating is cheating is cheating, no matter how small. And if you cheat and steal in little ways, sooner or later you may very well cheat and steal in bigger, more serious ways. So listen, don't cheat or steal. Do you know who really loses out most of all when you do that? You do. Sailor Moon says... Not the moral I would ascribe to this show. No? It wasn't all about cheating? Mm, no. <laughs> also, hasn't Usagi attempted to cheat at things before? Um, well, uh, sh- I mean... she try to cheat at the wedding dress designing competition? Oh, oh, did she? What did she do? I do not remember. I just know she wanted to make a dress out of curtains for some ungodly I know Ray definitely cheated uh, on that, uh... Yeah, Ray won a cruise! Lottery, yes. <laughs> yeah, cheating always prospers in this series. <laughs> um, so, I guess we did not learn that lesson, but what did we learn? Uh, it's time for Sailor Business Says. Donna, we will start with you. What did you learn from this episode? I learned that if you cheat people will feel sorry for you and let you get away with it forever <laughs> yeah because you don't have friends <laughs> yeah because yeah. you move around a lot you don't have friends yeah yeah so i mean yeah if you're out there and uh you're a loner just uh just cheat at everything and nothing bad will happen people will feel sorry for you and you'll just get what you want that that's the takeaway i got there that's literally <laughs> the lesson from the episode so i <laughs> i can't blame you I, I also did learn that the, the larger the breasts, the larger the talent. Uh, I learned that it, Jordan thinks it's uh, totally okay for a 21-year-old to date a 14-year-old. <laughs> I didn't say But dates. if you're like 39, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I didn't make out good in this episode. <laughs> Nobody made well, out. Neither did oh. in this episode. <laughs> Terrible. No, but this one was great this one is great this episode is fantastic this is kind of everything i love about sailor moon like we talked last last week about how alan and ann are great as shitty teens and this is them at their most shitty and their most teens (laughs) yeah yeah alan just i mean he is quote-unquote right in that their supposed overall goal is about energy and not fitting in and not getting boyfriends and girlfriends but then we do find out, yeah, he really just did it all because he's a jealous dick and he wants to kiss people. And it's not even that he doesn't want Anne to kiss people. Like, he's not jealous that no. Anne is going to kiss Tuxedo or Darian, Tuxedo Mouse, whatever he is. Whoever is it, whoever that guy is that's making out with all the 14-year-olds. No, he's just like, <laughs> I want to be making out. What? Why do you get to make out? I want to make out. <laughs> but not with you. <laughs> oh, this was a really good one. It's it's fun. It's again. The, I don't know if the director was the same as the last one, but both of these last two episodes have had some really really fun visuals and like slapstick visual stuff that's just great. Like great faces and everything. I love like 
they did not have to put Shingo in the crowd, but having like having him there with his reaction being like, "Wait, are they tearing up the set? Wait, is this a play about Sailor Moon?" <laughs> uh, like, is so fun. It adds so much to the the climax of the show. The director was Norio Norio Sasaki. And uh, this was actually his first episode. Wow. Well, this this one was really, really great. I said it last week, and I'll say it again. I would have watched an entire spinoff show that was just about, like, <laughs> L&M terrible teens. Like, it's all of the angsty drama that fanfic is made of. It just... <laughs> Two people that think they hate each other, but really love each other. But, like, we're going to be shitty to each other for five seasons before we figure it out. I would have watched the hell out of that. Yeah, it would have been great. That would be a really good one. I mean, and you, it could be done. What happens to them at the end of the show? They don't die, right? They get redeemed. So they could just move to some other school and be shitty to each other there. <laughs> no, I mean, I guess I shouldn't ask because we will eventually get yeah, there. Yeah, we'll get there but, soon. Like, they don't like the 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 Black Moon Clan all get turned into like regular people and literally go live in an apartment together. Yeah. But do like do Alan and Anne like do they just do they get turned normal or do they just like go out to space or what? I, I don't remember. I do we, not remember. It, we're very close though. We're we're on what fifty six and it's fifty nine is the last one. So yes. So we're we're very close. We'll find out very soon. Everybody should watch this one. I think this is a, a, a highly recommended one. We all like it. Yeah. I like. I would say even if you're one of those people who mysteriously is listening to this show and not watching Sailor Moon, like this is an episode that if you like this show, if you like Sailor Business, that you will get a kick out of this episode because it's exactly what we make the show out to be. It's goofy and ridiculous in all of our favorite ways. Agreed. So, uh, Donna, thank you again for being on our show. Where can people find you on the Internet? The Internet? What's that? No. You can find my professional work at Hit fix.com slash harpy which is h-i-t-f-i-x i know people think it's flicks but it's fix we're gonna fix the hits i don't know <laughs> um and then on social media you can find me on twitter at mildly amused i'm on twitter at crackshot with a zero for an o our production slash editing guy for this program is at jj underscore mason and he also has a podcast called the Morphin Grid about the Power Rangers. Uh, I don't think you mentioned that in last week's episode. I didn't. Or maybe you did after it was edited. <laughs> well, either way, depending on uh, whether he slipped it in. But uh, I apologize. But uh, yes, you should check it out. I am uh, able to be found by just going to about.me slash Chris Sims. That's C-H-R-I-S-S-I-M-S. And there's links there to uh, Twitter, Tumblr, my day job. I, I did take some more screenshots for these episodes. I haven't done them in, a, in the past few weeks. So hopefully I will be putting those up on Tumblr as the episodes go up. Uh, also, if you like me and Jordan, X-Men 92 is still available on Comixology and some other things that I've written are on there. So check that out. Uh, don't forget to follow this show at Sailor Business on Twitter and talk to us there. That's a great way to reach us with any of your Sailor Moon fan fiction, any fan art. If you wore a Sailor Moon costume for uh, Halloween, like uh, previous guest Christy Murdaugh did, then definitely we want to see that. We, we had some really, really cool... Uh, Alan and Anne cosplayers actually send us some pictures. Yeah, they were, were awesome. Like, they were awesome. So definitely check that out. And remember, we also have email at sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail.com where you can send all of that good stuff and your entries for our uh, first ever Sailor Business fan fiction contest. Which, uh, by the way, we, we forgot to mention the prize is uh, courtesy of Kodansha. They sent us all these books so we can give them away. That's awesome. Thank you. So definitely do all that stuff. And we will be back next week with Sailor Moon R episode 57. And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor Moon.
Enough, Anne. You've forgotten why we're here. We're supposed to be gathering energy. <laughs> energy? Who cares about energy? I just wanted to be Snow White and kiss my prince and fall in love. I know, and I just wanted to be Prince Charming. 